so I know that you're all thinking it, so I might as well ask it. Where the hell have you been, you deadbeat hussy? <laughs> yeah, well, deadbeat. Where have you been? Uh, and what are you here for, huh? Blood? Bone marrow? If it's a kitten, you can forget it because the girlfriends already have a pact on that. <laughs> Thanksgiving to our listeners and welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Woo woo. Yeah. Woo woo. Uh, this is Nettie. And this is Etsy. And I know you guys are probably listening to this while you're making your potato salad. Your, was it? What else? Beans, greens. You know, beans, greens, tomatoes. Potatoes, tomatoes. But- Mac and cheese. Oh, mac you and know, cheese. The fish, the plantain, the rice. This is and a reminder. Peas. Go check on whatever's in the oven. Make sure it ain't burnt. This is a reminder right now. All that stuff. Love it. But anyway, um, yes, that's one thing. And also, we have a, an episode to discuss. It is called The Mommy Returns. Like the mm. mummy. I think that's what they're going for. Mm. And we, um, we get to see uh, Lynn's birth mom. Kind of see where the apple falls from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, air date, original air date, 11-18-2002. Writers Kevin and Michelle Marburger. Um, I remember, like, last week, I forgot to ask you if you finished you. I did. Of course I fucking did. I know we told the listeners that we'd follow up on this, but yeah, we should do that. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. Whoever is out there writing you, shout out to you, bitch. <laughs> shout out you. I will find you. That's what I'm talking about. And, you know, it's something where sometimes when it's like you're approaching that third, fourth season, it's like, ooh, this is getting a little tired. Y'all are not tired. Nope. I'm not tired yet. Um, I feel like season four I might be. Because this dude keep mm, should we spoil? <laughs> well, I mean, they, the audience know that he keeps. Okay, killing let's people. just do this because I got to talk about this. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Fast forward one minute if you don't want spoilers for you. And anyway, this guy, this Joe guy, mm-hmm. he keeps getting away. Mm-hmm. He keeps finding it's ways not realistic. to slip through the cracks, and I'm starting to think. A guy like this, a guy this lucky and this messy, that sometimes he's quite messy, how is he still getting away with this shit? Mm, white privilege. Even white serial killers get caught, though. Uh, like, this is your third season doing this shit? Come on, now. Come on, now. You ain't that smart. Come on. <sighs> anyway, you know, uh, rest in peace, love Quinn. You know, I really wanted to see more Victoria Pedretti, but she got, she booked and busy. She got other things to do. You know, she dating, um... Oh boy, right? In real life? She dating Joe in real life? No, she dating Theo in real life. Really? In real life, yeah. Oh, damn. Okay, shout out to y'all. And he's older than her in real life. Right. I That was something that I had to just put in disbelief for because I feel like I'm looking at them on screen and they look the same age, Netflix. So let's oh, cut it out. Huh. To me, they did. It was mad awkward. She's like, oh my God, you're so young. I'm like, y'all look like y'all went to high school together. Like, what am I looking at? But- he just has that boyish kind of like weird hair and that squint, like those doughy eyes and stuff like that. So that's why he looks young. But yeah, he's, I guess, yeah. he's like a year older than her in real life. So yeah, shout out to the writers of you. You did it. You did it again. You did it again. You did it again. Definitely. Um, Season three. Damn. Yeah. Season four coming up of niggas killing each other okay <laughs> and you know i can't say the same about the writers for the tv show queens oh i told you it was, it was gonna give empire i was hoping it wouldn't be i was so hoping <laughs> but you know what i'm holding out hope because Issa ray is making pretty much the same show it's called rap shit oh, and i trust okay. her writing i feel like she writes well she's gonna write realistic dialogue for black people Okay. <laughs> she does. I wish I, I wish that she would have Eve and Brandy though, like some of the yeah, cast. It would have been nice that if she had had those those stars, but she got some people. She got a cast. 
So we're going to hope that they're, they're unknowns, they're, but they're artists too. Some of them are artists as well. So hopefully after the show gets big, we'll love them too. Mm-hmm. So what did we do this past weekend, Nettie? Oh, yes. We went to the Millennium Tour. Bop, bop. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I didn't think I'd have that much fun, honestly. When <laughs> 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 so here's how it worked. Etsy actually asked me if I wanted to go, and I wasn't even thinking about going. Because I'm like, yo, that's my past. That's old. Like, these people washed up or whatever. But, like, the the unlocking of the memories every time a song would play... Mm. Yin Yang Twins was there. Yes. That was high school cheerleading team. That was our bus rides, man. Mm. Shake it like a salt shaker. Shake it like a salt shaker to the window to the floor. Oh, man. Um, Bow Wow was wilding. That's the one part I was like, yo, Bow Wow. Yeah, I don't don't know. He he curses a lot. For someone who didn't really curse in their music, he curses a lot. It doesn't He's overcompensating. Like, honestly... Pretty Ricky was there, and they weren't even even as vulgar as yes. as Bow Wow and Ying Yang Twins weren't either. They weren't out here saying yeah. fuck, 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 nigga, 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 shit, shit, shit. Like oh, every you word. Bitches. How many bitches I done fucked? Da, 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 da. Um, Bow Wow, newsflash: You're rich and you're famous. You probably gonna fuck a lot of bitches. Yeah, yeah, he probably will. But the ones, so they had like a. Should we talk about what? what they, let's let's get into it. They had like a. Uh, montage of different R&B girls. They had like Alicia Keys and like it's just very random. too because Sanaa Lathan was on there too. It yeah, was like a like bunch of beautiful black women in the industry. A lot of black women in, in the industry. Amarion and him were singing that's my girlfriend. Mm, that's my girlfriend. Oh was that the song they were singing? I was didn't know it that song. Some song that I didn't really know that well. So I was focused in on the video. So I'm looking at all these women I'm like oh look it's Maya Brandy Sade yeah, it was like it was a lot of random beautiful black women. Sierra, like, that's just <laughs> Alicia Keys. That, yeah, Alicia Keys. Did I say Maya? Maya was on there too. It was a lot of them. Like it a was whole a big lot montage. of like yeah. prominent like black artists and actors, black women. Yeah, and when the yes. song get done, <laughs> Bow Wow was looking at the screen, and I was like, "What you doing?" He's like, "You know, I'm just looking at that video and think about all the bodies I got." And, I, and everybody in the crowd was like, oh. Yeah, it was like an audible moan from the from the audience. Like It was just so corny. <laughs> Even Amarion was kind of like, uh, got a lot of bodies. Okay, anyway, let's move on to the next song. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and it's like Bow Wow's so trying to compensate for the fact that he's up there singing nursery rhymes, pretty much. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, and it's like also, um, nigga, you ain't, who... Who other than Sierra do you have up there? He got Sierra. Let's fucking, just say you ain't fucking yeah. Brandy. Don't say you, you wasn't with no damn Sade. You wasn't with Alicia Brandy. Keys. You wasn't with Maya. Stop lying. Boy, so nah. Oh, he'll Stop that. Stop that. And he's just trying to he's just trying to show everybody he grown now because he up there singing like kids bop lyrics and he feel insecure about that. So he yes. gotta uh, go yes. up there and say vulgar shit. Whereas Ying Yang twins, their lyrics are already vulgar. They already had success when they were grown. Bow Wow's most of Bow Wow's yeah. success came before he was eighteen, so right. he feeling some type of way. So Ying Yang and Pretty Ricky, they was pretty much like, "How y'all doing tonight?" All right, <laughs> that's all they was at. All of uh, them, all of them. Ashanti too. Oh, Ashanti kept it cute too. Yeah, Ashanti kept it cute. Who else was there? Ashanti about to get her, her, her. What she said? Oh, she getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Gang, gang. I was like Ashanti. You think mean it's used to write for J Lo Ashanti? The the same Ashanti who's singing J Lo's miming? Her background vocals? And we can hear that shit clear as fuck? Clearly? Oh <laughs> clear, crystal okay. fucking clear. Okay, Ashanti. Uh, but yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to Ashanti doing big things. It just it was a really cool night. It it really threw me back to being a kid. And being around people that actually know the words and stuff. And we all know the same music. And we all dressed like we stuck in the early 2000s and shit. We all dressed like we we, we, we stuck in the early 2000s shit on TRL. <laughs> 106 and Park or something. It was cute, though. It was real cute. I loved it. I'm glad I went. Um, so, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into this episode, The Mommy Returns. And I'll start off the cold open. Uh, So, of course, we remember Maya's living with Joan still. 
and it looks like it's morning time. Maya cooked Jabari a breakfast and she's yelling for him to get up, but she's being mad aggressive. Jabari! Jabari! Jabari, honey, get up! It's actually like Jabari! She's giving Byron. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually a lot. So she's running to go into Jabari's room and the camera pans over and we see William sitting at the dining room table. He, he's in like a suit and he has stuff on a table and he's like, why must she scream like a banshee? Oh, and he tells her to shut up and take the breakfast oh. plate to the boy. Well, why don't you stay out of it? William? why don't you take the plate to him? Right. Damn. Lynn's there too. Lynn just got out of the shower. She's complaining there's no hot water. And she gets at the table. She's putting on lotion on her feet for flea bites. Damn. That's serious. That's gross. Mm, it's very disgusting, yeah. Yeah. So the reason William and Lynn are at Joan's house is because his house is infested with fleas. Because Lynn wouldn't clean her dog often enough. That's why you don't put dogs in the house. Mm-hmm. Dogs are an outside animal. You know, the whites, they, they love their dogs. They love their dogs. Well, well, you know, Lynn's half white, so she only should have kept them in the house half the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that dog was in the house too much to where all the fleas got in the house, and now it's infested. Mm-hmm. So they had to tent the house up. But that's when Joan comes back inside from her jog, and they show the house from her point of view, and it's black and white. Everybody's screaming at each other. Jabari! Jabari! there's like toys all over the place in the living room jabari's toys it really looks messy and ransacked it's terrible and i noticed there's a there's a fort near her fireplace i'm like dang that looked fun Mm. jabari just made it and walked away (laughs) and that's when jones like oh wait this this is not my house this is not my house yeah she runs back out (laughs) William's saying, hi, Joan. But Lynn's like, what's up her butt? And Maya says, well, some people just aren't morning people. And there's a long pause. And then she screams, Jabari. <laughs> Very well done. Shout out to the, the team for making that happen. So at the real beginning of the show, the girls are in the kitchen. Joan and Maya are cleaning. Tony's there, too. And you can tell Joan is not happy at all with Maya living there. Mm-hmm. Since when is Joan all territorial about her space? I think that what it is, is, and we'll see this later on in the episode, is that Joan doesn't like the way Maya kind of like cleans up. I think that that's very in character. She wants it to be her way, cleaned up in a certain way. She's using the Swiffers on the this, she's using the fish-shaped sponges on this. Yes, because I was thinking when lynn lived there she wasn't like this but then again lynn never cleaned nothing so she never had a reason to dispute it (laughs) so that's the problem okay but they're getting on each other's nerves and we'll see later on uh how this builds up but there's a ring at the doorbell and joan goes to answer it and it's some white lady she sees joan and says to her oh my god you're beautiful Mm mm-hmm now, we eventually find out that this is Lynn's birth mom, and she's just mistaken Joan for Lynn. But it's really funny, because in real life, Joan is actually biracial. Yes. So, it kind of makes sense that she would think the other biracial child in the house is hers. Yeah, because she looks biracial. So. <laughs> but, in, but in TV world, Joan ain't biracial. Chill. And also, why the hell... Did Joan let a random ass white woman in her house? Oh my God. No idea. Never questioned it until the lady was in the house for a good minute. She was about to make some drinks and sit on the couch. What in the world? You she don't have no type of identification. She no didn't know uniform. her name. She didn't know what she was there for. All she did was call Joan beautiful and she's like, oh, come on in, bitch. Uh, you ain't seen them home invasion horror movies? Yeah. That's how they start. That's exactly mm-hmm. how they start, but they ain't never had no black family. I ain't never seen no black family in there because they can't get us like that. <laughs> Only the half black ones. Like Don't get the half black one to let her nows. So, you know, before she asks who she is, the lady just starts touching Joan's hair and rubbing her fingers through it as they're walking in. And she goes, hmm, Sheldon is definitely your father. And Joan still doesn't say, like, who are you or anything. 
And then she's like, oh, wait, actually, turn to your side profile. Mm, maybe it's Lenny. So only after that does Joan say, wait, who are you? I was like, why did you invite this woman in your house? Anyway, she's like, I'm your birth mother. And Jones, Jones says, my what? She's like, oh, honey, no one told you you were adopted? And that's when Maya's like, oh. Well, Joan, this would explain the yen you have for Miracle Whip. <laughs> Joan, you're not Lynn. And that's when they realize, oh, my God, you're Lynn's birth mother. Mm-hmm. And Lynn comes back in the house. She went to get some groceries or some shit. And they let her know that her birth mother is here, right here. And her name is Sandy. At first, Lynn doesn't, doesn't believe it. And Sandy's still just staring at her in shock. Like, she's never seen her kid grown up, which is, could be like a very overwhelming experience. So she's looking at her and she says, oh my God, look at you. I haven't got a clue who your father is. <laughs> Lynn still thinks she's being pranked until Sandy starts to rattle off all these fun facts about Lynn. You were born in Charlottesville, Virginia, February 19th, 1971. You came out butt first because you have an ass backwards, mama. (laughs) And that's when Lynn starts to believe. And the girls try to leave so that they can talk about things privately, like them too. And Lynn's like, nah, 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 y'all can stay. All the three girls, they stare at at Sandy. They're like, so? They all say so three different ways. Right. So what's up? Because they're skeptical of this woman. Like, Mm -hmm. you just all of a sudden back in her life after 30 years? Like, where you been? Like, what you want? You need something? Mm -hmm. Um, So she, Sandy realizes she needs an explanation. So I know that you're all thinking it, so I might as well ask it. Where the hell have you been, you deadbeat hussy? (laughs) And she laughs, but nobody else laughs. Mm. And of course, Tony adds, you know, you need a, you need a kidney, you need blood, what? Because if you do, we all, got, we all got claim on that. The girlfriend's already got that. So mm-hmm. That's so sweet, though, isn't it? They all got, like, dibs on each other's organs. Aww. <laughs> that's, that's cute. cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's friendship. Lynn calms the girls down because she realizes it's probably hard for Sandy to come meet her in the first place. So that's when they go out and they have a time at the, at the lounge. What's up? What's Sandy's job? What does she do for a living? She makes documentaries. And I'm like, is that a job? <laughs> um, I don't think that that's an accurate job title. I would say she's a director, a producer, a whoever the middleman is to get the investors with the director and make that happen financially. Something along those lines. Yeah, it's just when she was talking later about, oh, we got to find a backer, we got to find investors, it just made it seem kind of flimsy. Like, do you do documentaries or are you aspiring to do documentaries? Mm-hmm. Or are you a sponsor slash, I don't know, agent of some sort? I don't know. Like, Yeah, I don't know if it's just a dream of hers and she's getting... Uh, Lynn to like help her fulfill that dream which is kind of ironic but I don't know she's making um, a documentary about sexuality while she's explaining she takes time to admire how beautiful uh, Lynn appears to be and she talks about being interested in exploring the history of sexual mores in this country and Lynn looks really interested in this Really, I do hope that you explore the way we politicize sexuality in this country. When it comes right down to it, I think it's a way for men to control women and maintain the status quo. That is true. And she's like, wow, it is very true. And Sandy's just like, damn, I gave birth to a child who is so thoughtful and brilliant. Yep. Yeah, but Sandy, that ain't got nothing to do with you. You ain't raised up. <laughs> yeah, but you know how some people are like, yeah, my DNA flows through you. So. No. All the drive you got is my blood pumping through your veins. I mean, you could say that for, like, talent, but as far as Lynn being insightful, that's, that's like, something that she grew up on based on being who she insightful was around. Being is, is, is a talent? No? I think it's more of a skill that's developed. I don't know about it being a straight-up talent. Or maybe it could be both. You can develop talents, too, though, so. Yes, yes, but I don't think that every skill is a talent. Mm. okay somebody out there well, gets me Y'all yeah, know yeah. I mean. somebody out there gets you and we might do a poll about it we'll see what, what the people think 
Right. Uh, so did, Sandy alludes to the fact that she was drinking and smoking when she was pregnant with Lynn. And yet she still turned out good. Damn. Wow. They did a while back then. In the 70s. It was 71 she was born. You playing with fire. I don't know. Well, back then they didn't know. They didn't know what? you couldn't do shit like that when you're pregnant. Yes, they did. In the 70s? Yeah. Drinking and smoking while you pregnant? Nah. They wasn't that wild where they didn't know. Nah, somebody knew that shit. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah. What? So, Lynn says, you know, thank you so much for having me and giving me away. Because I don't think I could have survived with a mother like you. And Sandy is like, Shh, no, no offense taken. I, I get it. Mm. She's just relieved that Lynn has great parents. True. Mm. And just didn't want to leave the earth without knowing what Lynn was like and, you know, and meeting her. She tells Lynn, don't even think of me as a mom. Think of me as an older friend. Okay. She's like, cool. So then that's when um, Sandy bends over to, like, get something out of her bag. Mm-hmm. And at first, like, you see this guy behind them, like, staring at her. Yeah. Like, very at weird. her backside. And I was like, what is he doing? Like, what's going on? And that's when we find out her thong is showing. And mm-hmm. Lynn tells her, but the guy in the back is still staring and he's laughing, he's smiling. And at first, I thought we would never see this guy again. I was like, this is a really good background extra. He's really trying to earn that money. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. This guy got a, got, a, got a little part on Girlfriends. That scene ends. And then later at Joan's house, Maya's trying to go to sleep. Tony's there as well. And as soon as Maya goes around the corner to leave, to go to sleep, Joan's like, that woman is driving me nuts. I'm like, yo, she just hit the corner. Mm-hmm. She couldn't hold it in. And Tony's like, well, what is she doing? Like, why, how is she annoying you? And she, Joan says, she used the blue fish-shaped sponge to wipe down the counter when everybody knows that the fish-shaped sponge is for wiping down the fish-shaped cutting board. <laughs> They go together. Yo, that's Everybody some white shit. I mean, to be fair. A sponge is a sponge is a sponge. Who cares what it's shaped you know, like? Well, that. But I think what she's saying is there are different sponges used for different things and she doesn't mix them, which, true, I don't mix them either. Okay, for germ reasons. For germ reasons, right? You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's what she was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> she could have explained it better. It just happens to be that they use the whole fish shape shit, which kind of made it sound dumb. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the problem. Oh, but Tony uh, reminds Joan that Maya's going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And then Joan mentions her own struggles. How about housing a woman going through a divorce? Not to mention the two flea bags. <laughs> oh, Tony, you gotta help me. I got a house full of freeloaders. <laughs> Tony plans to meet with Maya to get Maya to be her new cleaning lady, which I don't know how that'll help. That, yeah, I didn't get that side storyline. Like, yeah, she... I didn't understand. Very weird. Are you going to pay her more than Joan pays her? No. No, you're not. Well, I think she alluded to that later, but she doesn't mm. say that here. So it seems like, are you going to get Maya to be your cleaning person so she's not in Joan's house that often, so she has somewhere to be? Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. also, I think a lot of the tension with Maya and Joan comes with the fact that they're at work all day together, and then they come home, and they're still together. Yes. And I didn't think about that until now. But, yeah, what's Maya getting out of the deal? (laughs) Like, she wants to clean your house. I don't know. And then she says something like, "Um, then Maria is going to be out of a job or something. Yeah, she already got a cleaning person, so why you need (laughs) Maya? What the hell? (laughs) I'm dead. So, William's in his hot tub. They're singing. He's singing glory hallelujah mm-hmm. and they can't go in the house mm-hmm. but they can go in the hot tub mm. i guess yeah. the whole place would be off limits yeah like the yard the, the backyard everywhere yeah you don't mm. want to be near where those fumes are coming from like the mm-hmm. um, pesticides and stuff but that's when lynn comes up and she rolls up to the hot tub with some peeps to get into the hot tub mm-hmm. and at first i thought it was a bunch of randos but who is it Baby, it is Lynn's mom. <laughs> it's Lynn's mom and her nigga that she met at, like, the bar. At it's the, the guy who was staring at her thong. Yeah. They him. brought him to the hot tub? Nah, man. That's whack. 
But William's like, hey, he introduces himself um, and to Lynn's birth mom as well. The guy's name is Thomas. And um, William gushes about Lynn to her birth mom, saying she's a great girl and all that stuff. I don't know why she didn't call ahead and say, is it okay if I bring two people to fucking whatever? Um, yeah, I'm confused. Lynn sucks too. But you know, if you notice, William doesn't complain about Lynn the way Joan complains about Maya. Well, here's the thing though, right? I feel like it's because, number one, Maya has her and her child, number one. And number two, sometimes the person who don't do nothing can just fly by under the radar because they're not occupying much space. Like, mm, not only... Yeah, like the same when Lynn was living at jones yeah yeah it's like i'm not gonna touch anything i'm not gonna move anything i'm not gonna and do Lynn anything don't got a kid but she has a vasco right right and then the, the toys all on the ground the toys everywhere yeah so well as they're talking about that sandy and tom just start going at it Mm-hmm. which is completely disgusting she was definitely grinding on this dude in the hot tub Mm-hmm. did you clock that mm-hmm and it's like she's like oh so what it's just sex and i'm like girl i don't give a fuck if i haven't known you for 40 years and i met you when i was about to turn 50 (laughs) you are my mother and i will not we ain't that liberated over here okay absolutely not yeah that's one thing and also i don't care who you are don't do this in front of me like i wouldn't want my friends to do that in front of me either yeah like like any the anybody really (laughs) But especially when you're talking about family members and quote, like, bitch, I don't want to see. Ew, bitch. The fuck? Yeah, she definitely took that whole, like, think of me as an older woman that you know. She took that a little too far. Like, Mm -hmm. she got a little too liberated. But she also looks like she's trying to take her top off. And it's really weird. And Lynn goes off. What the hell are you doing? Stop. Get off. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I mean, it's just sex. We're all adults here. I'm sorry. Is this your house, Sandy? Is this is this your hot tub? You you got a lot of a whole lot of chip on your dip for a nigga who just came and seen me two days ago. A whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot of dip on your chip. Yeah, that that's what I meant. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it in though, cause what you said was so good. I can't cut that. <laughs> so whatever, it's fine. Um. Lynn's like, who cares about that? Like, you were going to have sex. You're my mother. <laughs> She's like, but I told you, I don't want to be your mother. And that was really sad that she said that. I don't want to be your mother. Because mm-hmm. we know you gave her up for adoption 30 years ago. Because mm-hmm. you didn't want to be your mother. So mm-hmm. Lynn's like, oh, you made that damn clear when you left me 30 years ago. And mm-hmm. Sandy's like, oh, here we go. Like, that's this is just giving me, like, what white bitches do. Like, it's like... You mentioned something that's, like, super serious, and they're like, oh, here we go, racism was so long ago, what do you mean? You only left me 30 years ago, like, girl, yes, bitch, you left me 30 years ago, you think I'm supposed to forget about that shit? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Sandy's just, like, like you said, too much chip on her dip, if they... whatever she got too much of it okay and (laughs) lynn's like why did you even come here why did you come here to mess me up more and sandy's Mm -hmm. like i came here because i wanted to see you and lynn says well did you ever stop to think that if i wanted to see you Mm. Mm -hmm. great question she says because i don't i was perfectly fine believing my birth mother was share damn Okay. If I could turn back turn. Shout out to Cher, one of the original divas, one of the OGs. It's giving, it's giving Cher. It's giving. <laughs> <laughs> but what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, um, I hear you, Lynn. Yeah, sometimes the fantasy is better than the truth. Like, the truth is oftentimes stranger than fiction. So I feel you, girl. Mm-mm. It really, yeah. You share is a way better thought than this woman, because Jesus. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so next morning at Joan's house, Lynn wakes up and Joan and William are there at the dining room table. And Joan's like, I heard about last night. Damn, William. Telling mm. her business? Let Lynn tell it. Shit. And she apologizes to William about the hot tub incident. And um Lynn thinks she overreacted. She expected too much from Sandy. 
Mm. Yeah. And William reminds her that, you know what? You actually already have a mother who cares about you a lot and a father mm-hmm. and a dog and a hot tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually a really cute friend moment. Mm-hmm. I'm happy they put William in this uh, in the story this time so he can give a little bit of like and he's not being well, he does kind of be gross a little bit at the end of this conversation, but he's not he's not being overtly sexual or anything like that. He's just trying to like make her feel better. Yeah, he's not being annoying. <laughs> yeah. Belen's like, I also have you guys, so I'll be fine. The best thing to do is to move on. Mm-hmm. And then William has to get his little comment, and he's like, you know what? Well, one good thing did come from all this. You got a heads up on what your breasts are going to look like when they're 50. <laughs> yep, typical. Typical mm, William. William. And then we hear a car horn uh, outside playing La Cucaracha. And Acucaracha. it's funny because, like, they're all like, what? And they run outside. I would have just been like, oh, that's just noise outside. Let me continue eating. Right. Like, it's interesting, the difference in culture, because, you know, when they in their neighborhood, they're not used to hearing la cucarachas and the... And the oh, right. Da, yeah. da, 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 and all of that stuff. <laughs> it's probably really quiet out there. In New York, it's something different. In New York, if I heard a horn do la cucaracha, I ain't going downstairs, like... It got to sound like a parade or like something where it's mad people. I'm trying to think of what I... Well, first I look out the window, see if I can see something. If I can't see it from my window, then I might put my shoes on. It got to be something good, though. It, that ain't, that ain't yeah. the type of thing. It ain't like cucaracha. Yeah. If, it, if it's worth putting putting the house slippers on, hold on. House it slippers, be bitch, pants, too. I don't be walking around in a full set of clothes when I'm... <laughs> Sometimes... And sometimes it'd be cold in New York. So we got to get the jacket, the coat, the oh, beanie. got to get the jacket. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes you just sit there and you be like, this this sound is going to pass by. It's not worth me coming outside for. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that they she was playing that shit to get them outside. It wasn't going to go nowhere. That, that mm-hmm. noise is going to be there because she was intentional. So they all go outside. And it's Sandy, and she's in an old-school lowrider like it's a fucking Dr. Dre video from, like, 1997. Yes, it's giving Snoop Dogg. It's yeah, giving, Ice um, Cube. <laughs> yes, very much N.W.A., <laughs> things of that nature. You get the aesthetic. You guys get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all know nothing but a G-thing. 93, mm-hmm. 92, something like that. <laughs> yeah. But it's playing, like, hip-hop and La Cucaracha at the same time. It's really a mindfuck. And she says, happy birthday to Lynn. And this is your car. I bought it on Crenshaw. I saw it and I thought of you. Okay. Ah, okay. Bitch, it's not my birthday. Yeah, it ain't even her birthday. But she's like, oh, um, it's for all the birthdays I missed. So I'm thinking initially, I'm like, damn, you got a car now, Lynn? Right. Is it paid off? I'm assuming it is. She got to pay for insurance, though. Yeah. I don't know if she got the money for that. Well, she got a job. She could pay the insurance. Yeah. When you got a whole car, I mean, I think you need to have a different paint job on it because it's a little loud. It is loud. And I mean, the whole car is loud, especially like a garage. But also like women, stop getting loud cars because that's how dudes be able to find you. Mm. And they know what parking lot you're in and shit. Mm. Just saying. Stay woke. Stay woke. Cash up. <laughs> Cash up. <me. laughs> um, Sandy said she didn't want Lynn to have to take the bus anymore. So she got out of this car and Lynn said, no, nah, I can't accept the car. I'm like, bro, take the fucking car. Mm-hmm. And, and just change the paint job. That's all. Like, just you need something to get around L.A. I get mm-hmm. that you don't fuck with Sandy like that, but she really want to give you this fucking car. Mm-hmm. So you don't got to ride the bus no more. Take the fucking car. Take the motherfucking uh. car. But Sandy also feels bad about what happened the previous night in the hot tub. So she's trying to make up for that. And, of course, all the years she was not around. And Lynn says, well, then you should have sent me a card. Don't mm-hmm. buy me a lowrider. And Lynn wants to build a relationship slow. She doesn't want to, like, like be all buddy-buddy up top like this. She wants to build it slow, like, with emails and, like... She doesn't want the love bombing. Mm-hmm. Yes, love bombing. Oh, my God. So the next scene, we're at Lynn's job. I forgot she had this job until this episode, until this part came in the episode. I thought she'd yeah. quit it for some reason or something happened, but she still has it. Still don't know what they do there quite. Did did we find out what they do there? Nope. Office work? 
pushes papers around on the table and answers phones. <laughs> They, they logging in something. They got computers in front of them. I don't know. They do got computers. Um, but we hear a lot of phones ringing. And um, her boss is deaf. We remember her boss is deaf. Her name's Roberta. And she puts a whole lot of papers on Lynn's desk. And Lynn's like, oh, no, no, no. It's six o'clock. I can't finish this. Mm-hmm. And her boss pantomimes crying tears. Mm. And does a Kanye shrug. <laughs> and Lynn says, but I didn't even eat lunch today. And she pantomimes playing a violin. <laughs> the boss is deaf, guys, remember. So she's not talking to Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lynn has to stay late to work. And that's when Sandy walks in. I'm like, bitch, how? How, Sway? How the hell did you get all the way to the whatever floor that she's on to find her? Hmm. Her. Yo, that's not safe. Especially at work. People... People kill people at work. Mm-hmm. That really is unsafe to me when I see stuff like that. I watch a lot of true crime, though, and I listen to a lot of true crime, so maybe I'm overreacting, but... Especially considering where she works, right? You work in a building? It should not be that easy. It's not like a store or something. It ain't McDonald's, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Mm-mm. That's why I don't be posting my location in real time, child. Mm-mm. Yeah, you gotta be careful. And Roberta, initially, I remember when it was her first day, when it was uh, Lynn's first day, Roberta, the boss, didn't even want Joan, William, and Tony to take pictures, and she was trying to kick them out. So I don't even know how Sandy could have made it up there, but whatever. Uh, Sandy wants to go to, to dinner with Lynn. And Lynn's like, I thought I made myself clear. I'm not ready for a relationship with you. So please go. And Sandy's like, but I, I want to talk about your real career. Work with me. Making documentaries. Lynn, you've got the soul of an artist. You want me to direct your documentary? I think you need to jump in and get your feet wet first. You know, learn about the process. But Lynn, someone with your keen insight into human behavior should not be working in a cubicle. So Lynn's like, let's go. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Which is stupid, Lynn. She's like, okay, cool. When do I start? And Sandy says, as soon as you can wrap things up here. And that's Mm. when Lynn quits right on the fucking spot. Mm. she throws all her shit away and just dips she throws it in the trash all the stuff she was supposed to do and then we're on to the next scene where lynn is telling joan what happened and now she quit her job i thought you said you were through with sandy well and she's trying and she came by the office this evening and we started talking and she offered me a job you have a job excuse me had a job aren't you even listening i told you i found my purpose okay lynn oh lynn (sighs) Mm-mm-mm. you have way too many degrees to not know what you want to do with your life mm-hmm. like you have so many options so Joan is like okay is she going to pay you when she hires you and Lynn says yeah when she can when she can mm-hmm. you need money every Friday or every other Friday we don't know what her pay oh, whatever. Yeah, bi-weekly yeah. weekly whatever but you need a consistent fucking paycheck you can't do that when you can shit thinking you can stay with your friends yeah that's what happens when you have friends that are like, ah, oh, it's cool, you can stay here. Then you don't care yeah. about like, oh yeah, I need a paycheck every week. You don't care. Yeah, they're, they, they've enabled her already. Yeah. Well, I'm trying know. to like you, Lynn. I'm trying to. I do like you more than Tony, but we're really moving down <laughs> yeah. the list here. So Lynn tries to calm down Joan and says, no. Um, the money is going to start rolling in once we get this documentary made, start winning some festivals. <laughs> Lynn, you are doing it again. What about the student loan that you promised your parents you'd pay? I'll pay them. Half after we win Sundance and the other half after PBS picks it up. Duh. She sounds like a kid. (laughs) Yeah. She sounds like when Jabari believed his mom was coming home. Oh. Um, (laughs) And that's when Joan gets really stern with her and says, you know what? You can't turn your life upside down just because some woman comes into town. And then Lynn gets real heated out of nowhere. She is not just some woman. She's my birth mother. Ugh. You know, I don't know why I'm even arguing with you about this. Okay, mm-hmm. since when do you stand up for this woman? Yeah, she's definitely just some woman, Lynn. You just met her not even a week ago. And you yourself said you don't even want to be around her like that. So all of a sudden you're standing up for her, like, in this situation? Come on. Yeah. So... She's upset. She's bl- blinded and brainwashed, but she's sticking to her guns. 
And she can't even storm out of the house because she don't got nowhere to stay besides where she is. That's how much you need these paychecks, Lynn. You can't Mm -hmm. even storm off. So she just stays there in in Joan's house. And this is when we get the side story. This B story with Tony and Maya is really... Well, it's not a B story. It's it's, weird. Yeah, I... Mm. Tony and Maya are having lunch at the lunch spot. Tony says, uh, I know you've been going through a lot. Divorces are hard. But there's some things we need to address. Speaking of address, you need a new one. I was thinking two bedroom, two bath, nice yard, good schools. I think we might have a few in your price range. Tony, sweetie, I make $16 an hour, okay? I can't afford any of these. Joan pays you $16 an hour and you're still friends with her? I'm surprised at that number. Yeah, I said 16. I mean, okay, like adjusted for inflation, that's probably with... I adjusted for inflation. So in today's money, that would be $24.40. So about twenty four fifty. That's still kind of low. Yeah, I was expecting maybe maybe like 28? Closer to 30. Closer yeah. to 30 would be respectable. Not that this isn't, but like, especially when you're working for your one of your best friends... Yeah, ain't she supposed to throw you a few dollars and negotiate that on your behalf? I don't know. Something. Come on, Maya. Um, but Maya says she appreciates the work that Tony's putting in, but she thinks she'll just find a place on her own. And Tony says, well, you're going to need some money for that, so how do you feel about cleaning my place? Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, Mondays and Wednesdays. And Maya just doesn't answer because she looks exasperated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happens at the same lunch spot with Lynn and Sandy? Um, Lynn and Sandy get together and Sandy is like, hey, the sponsors, the investors fell through for the documentary. So, you know, I'm going to have to find some new ones. And Lynn is like, oh, how long is that going to take? And then Sandy was like, oh, well, it's too hard to tell. She doesn't really give her an exact time frame. Yeah, and Sandy looks really nonchalant. She's like, whatever. <laughs> like, She's like, yeah, I don't know. It fell through. I gotta go. But I already quit my job. I'll just get another one. Excuse me? Well, you got about a thousand degrees. You'll get something. Look, I gotta go. You know what's really funny? I know you guys watch The Fresh Prince, right? Yes! Y'all know Why what I'm about to say. Me? Why he don't want me, Uncle Phil? It looks like that same scene. Will's dad leaves him in that same way. And and he says, he thinks he's going with him. And the dad's like, oh, you can't come. You can't come because there's not enough room in the truck. In this scene, Lynn says to Sandy. So you're just going to leave me? Again. Oh, come on. (laughs) You know, I'm not leaving you. I'm going to fix this mess. Look, if you're going to be making documentaries, you got to realize that this is part of the process. You got to get thick skin. Toughen up. Wait. Look, maybe I could just come with you, you know, help you get the financing. I'm really good at it. (laughs) I've been bumming money for my friends for years. (laughs) Then I got to go. I'll call. It looks like the same exact scene. It's set up in the same way. Mm -hmm. Lynn's on the left. Sandy's on the right, same with Will and Lou. It's really a flashback. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sandy turned out to be exactly who we all thought she was. She does not mm-hmm. care. She goes from here to there. She's flying out tonight. She came into her life to to satisfy herself so that she can know who Lynn was. It wasn't really to get to know Lynn on a deeper level or anything like that. Yeah, it must have been like, I'm curious to see what my kid looks like. Okay, now that I know, I'm just going to head out again. Do what I was doing before. It's just, it's really sad. I feel bad for Lynn, especially since she already quit her job. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, girl, who told you to do that? But Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. That's just obvious. You wait until you see some kind of, like... Confirmation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you got to make sure the check is cleared. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, she's off to uh, somewhere to go get more financing, so uh, back at Joan's house, uh, Maya and Joan are having a uh, a hard time with each other. Yeah, so Maya is putting away the dishes. She's putting it in the dishwasher. And then Joan puts the plate in a different way than Maya does. Maya puts a fork or whatever, a kitchen utensil in the dishwasher. Joan takes it out and put it, puts it back in a different way. Like, it's just so funny. Yeah, and then... Maya's just is like, I, I can't do this. 
exist anymore. You're driving me crazy. And the only way that I see for us to maintain our friendship is for me to move out. Because you are impossible to live with. Me? Yes. Me. She's like me. You're the one who used the Swifter on the patio. <laughs> I think they mean, do they mean Swiffer? But they can't say Swiffer because, you know. Yes. Copyright? I, th- I okay. think so. <laughs> and Jones also says that Maya mopped the walls. Listen, people clean how they clean. Right. I don't do that. But if the walls are clean. Well, all right. And she's like, if I trip on another one of Jabari's little toys in the middle of the night, I'm going to melt them all together with a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. Blowtorch. <laughs> I like how she pauses after she says it the first time. <laughs> and then she says it again. And Maya's like, okay, <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They're funny. And Maya asked if Joan feels good that she got that out. And Joan says, yeah, maybe. And Maya says, cool. Because have you seen the prices of apartments lately? Girl, I'm going to be here for months. <laughs> okay. Listen. Let's keep it 100. I that. Because <laughs> I, I had lunch with Tony the other day. And she's talking about, you need this, 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 that, and this amount. And this amount, child. I'll, I'll, I'll be here until whatever happens. <laughs> so back at Williams' uh, hot tub, Lynn's in there. And she looks really sad. William comes home and she's, he's like, whoa, when were you going to tell me that the tent was off the house? Oh, Lynn's like, oh, I was going to tell you tomorrow. I just needed a night without your constant yammering. Okay. Dude, that's, that's real. Whew. Those, when you got roommates, those nights alone, precious, precious. Mm. So he asked her if she's okay. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. You know, Lynn, sometimes when people say they don't want to talk about it, they do want to talk about it. So when you want to talk about it, remember I'm here, yammering again. And he realizes that he's yammering. It's a whole bit where he keeps yammering. The thing that Lynn was trying to avoid. And that's when Lynn picks up the phone and calls Sandy. I don't know why. How do you call Sandy? Where's she at? She got a cell phone? Early 2000s. She she only got funding for her other thing. I mean, it's possible. (laughs) It's possible one of them flip phones. I guess, I guess, man. But um, Lynn's talking about, hey, um, I don't know if you're trying to get a hold of me, but I'm back at Williams again, so you can call me there. And I'm like, damn, that's so early 2000s where you, you say, hey, I'm back at so-and-so's house. Because nowadays, you could be anywhere and take a call from me. You don't got to be at the house. Right. I, I, I peeped that, too. I was like, oh, those were the days. Yeah. Huh. Um. She's like, let me know uh, what's happening with the funding because I really still want to be a part of it. Okay, bye. And she looks like she's going to cry and it's all sad. It's like, girl, you go from hating this woman to liking this woman to hating this woman every five minutes in this episode. <laughs> I don't know what her, what her emotions are. I guess it's a lot going on when you're a birth mom that you haven't ever seen. Your whole life pops into your life. You hate her, you love her, you hate her, you love her. So Yeah. So on the very, very last scene... Lynn's begging for her job back from her boss, Roberta. And everybody in the office is watching her. She's being really, really a lot. She's on her knees, praying. You know, remember, her boss is deaf, so she's pantomiming everything that she'll do to get her job back. I will wash your car. I I will make your lunch. Yum, yum, yum. And I will kiss your ass. It's actually pretty good pantomime. And Roberta is like, cool, hands her a whole book full of, like, documents uh, while she's on the floor. And it it drops through Lynn's hands because it's so heavy and falls to the floor. And Roberta starts laughing. It's actually really sad. I feel embarrassed for Lynn. But as long as you got your job back, I guess that's all that matters. So you're not broke. Right. You know, it is what it is. You got to put your ego aside. Yeah. This is like what she gets for quitting so i guess it's like it's atonement and that is the end of the episode so etsy what's your oh hell yes moment my oh hell yes moment was when lynn and her mom was going back and forth and lynn had said something like yeah you came back but you didn't make sure that i wanted you back what what, what was the exact line but did you even stop to think if i wanted to see you because i don't yes i said i know that's right the fuck how are you just gonna yeah. call somebody's life after 30 years i never seen you i never met you i never contacted you and then you're like oh my god when let's run off together and be thelma and louise and make documentaries bitch yeah it's um 
It's very, very sad. You ever think about like, okay, I wanted to meet you and I got what I wanted, but what if I never wanted to ever see you? Did you, am I not allowed to get what I wanted out of it? Mm-hmm. So I, I find that that's actually really good. My oh hell yes moment was when Jones pretty much telling Lynn, like, you quit your job? This lady comes back into your life and all of a sudden you just drop everything? You're doing it again. You're doing that thing. You're becoming the old you, basically. And I think Mm -hmm. she really, really needed that wake up call because you was just getting your life together. Mm. And that's it. So no tweets about this episode. Nothing of note. But make sure you go on to wherever you listen to this podcast and rate, review and subscribe. And make sure you tell a friend about our podcast. I mean, you guys are going to be at Thanksgiving. You're probably out on a Black Friday shopping or some shit. I don't know cooking Mm -hmm. tell your family about us tell your cousin and your auntie and whoever it's girlfriends Mm -hmm. who doesn't love girlfriends also hit us up on twitter at hell yes girl so the next episode is called a little romance Mm. have you watched it no not yet it's um a little romance oh it's with little people actually no it's not little people it's not lps so it's definitely about littler people. Oh, niggas are little dicks? <laughs> no, not oh. no. <laughs> well, I didn't think, think your mind would go there. My mind wasn't going there. But it's about Todd. <gasps> oh. That's why it's called A Little Romance. Uh, I guess. I've always hated Todd for Tony, but... Uh. Why? Because he's white? Because he's so short. Well, we'll see what you think of this episode, A Little Romance. So we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll chat chat. Um, next week, hang out with us when we talk about that episode. And until then, I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And you have a wonderful Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Bye.